All right. Uh, we are uh, coming into the last of our uh, segments. Uh, as I said, I'm pretty sure Montrose isn't listening anymore and uh, probably won't be interrupted at any point. Hmm. Oh, I might, I might be interrupted by something completely unrelated to the thing that I was thinking about being interrupted by. Hey, uh, this room is warm, and this hat does not make it less warm. <laughs> but it helps you go fast, right? No, no, it actually doesn't. Oh, oh. oh, shit. It is that terrifying music. Oh, my God. There is nothing more ominous than Finland covering the Ramones. strap. Hello, hello, the F plus. Are you insane yet? You don't look particularly insane. You look pretty drunk. <laughs> Maybe a little stupid. Kind of slutty. Some of you are kind of cute. She's got Some of your you number. are. Oh, actually, that one. You see that one in the back? Yeah, that. The one close to the door in the back, sitting by... No, not, not that one. The one next to that one. Over, yes. Over that one. Strip that one naked and send it to my room. Yes, and actually, those two in the middle by the window, ship them together in a crate with a shock collar and two quarts of lube. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Hello, slaves. Hi. This is your commander speaking. Let's test your obedience. I want you all to stand up. That's right, stand up. This isn't a TV show, this is real life. Stand up, all of you. Good. Okay, slaves, now on count of three, everybody clap your hands three times. On the count of three, okay. One, two, three. Okay, okay, let's try something else. Again, on the count of three, everybody scream, I have a clown fetish. One, two, three. Haha, you have a clown fetish. Saying it makes it true. This is most excellent. And now, it is the time for dancing. Yes. Dance. Dance. Dance, my puppets. Work it, ladies. Get your freak on. Fellas, work that ass after getting consent. Important step. There are two steps. Consent and then the freaky. Also, stay away from. Excuse me, stay away from those two by the window. Those belong to me. Yes, this is excellent. Okay, that's enough of that. I believe we are ready. And now, everybody! 
Remove the democratically elected leaders of your country and replace them with puppets of a Finnish shadow government. Hello? You don't seem to be... Oh, I know. Okay. Simon says, remove the democratically elected leaders of your country and replace them with puppets of a Finnish shadow government. How disappointing. All our projections said you'd be broken by now. Very well. I didn't want to do this. I'm afraid I must enact the nuclear option. Somebody bring Lemon up to the stage. I have something special prepared just for you. Oh shit, is that the cotton mouth king? My song is the cotton mouth kings? Oh my god. What? Done with what? You're fucking done. Uh, Lemon, you still haven't answered where the weed is at. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know where the Is there actually paper in here? <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. Okay. That would have been typical of F Plus Live. Okay, here we go. You guys ready back there? Yeah. I have no I have no alcohol still, so I mean Alright, here we go. Excellent. So this selection that Montreth gave to me. <laughs> On the third day of Christmas, Montreth gave to me. Son of a bitch. <laughs> so this is a review. It's a review of Insane Clown Posse, The Great Malenko from SputnikMusic.com. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, that's Joker card number four. Fuck you for knowing that. It's so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Here we go. Review by Ocelot-05. October 1st, 2005th. Uh, album release date 1997. Insane Clown Posse is one of those bands that you either love or hate. If you made me sit down and listen to their entire discography, I would be filled with animosity towards ICP, cursing their inanity. However, I think that The Great Malenko is actually... An all right CD. In case you did not know, The Great Malenko is the fourth in a series of six Joker cards. <laughs> all of these Joker cards have different messages and represent different elements of life. What is amazing about ICP is that they seem to so inarticulate and pathetic, but they actually come out with some very intelligent and profound things sometimes. <laughs> This is evident in the passages that come with each of the Joker card albums. There are many other CDs like the forgotten freshness of Bizarre, and Bizarre is spelled B-I-Z-A-A-R, that have nothing to do with the Joker cards. That was an aside. It was helpful. Wow. There is a message in each of the Joker card albums. So obviously, the guys have some sort of intelligence. No! 
some sort of some sort of intelligence, some sort of intelligence. One of the interesting things about the Great Milenko is that it almost wasn't yeah. <laughs> originally. Originally, it was going to be released under a division of Disney, and their song about killing a cop almost prevented them from getting this album out into the public. Luckily, they managed to, to release it under Island Records and their own label, Psychopath Records. Oh, that's wrong. It's Psychopathic Records. Oh, my God. I'm going to error check you, Ocelot05. That really would have been a tragedy if that didn't get released. Really? Which later went on to sign with numerous other members of the Dark Carnival, parentheses, ICP's Stupid Gathering of Nuts. It's a better name than Gathering of the Juggalos. Yes. Try to get past all the occultic BS, but don't listen with too critical an ear. Most of the lyrics are incredibly stupid and... Most of the lyrics are incredibly stupid and bereft of any intellect. Both of those two things. Mm-hmm. However, most of the time, this album is downright funny. Their earlier albums have horrible production, and their later albums, like Hell's Pits, were just unforgivably sick. The Great Malenko is, in a way, a bridge between their old-school style and their more slick but annoying... Why can't I throw this page away yet? Style found in the Wraith and Amazing Jekyll Brothers. Another thing to remember is that you don't have to have... This is very true. You don't have to have any background in hip-hop music to appreciate the great Milenko. (laughs) Have you ever heard of Wu-Tang Clan? Just just, go that way. Um, You have. You should probably go listen to them instead. It does indeed consist of rap, but it is not like any other rap I have heard. Call it unconventional, call it insane, just don't call it some same old, same old. It is anything but. Don't ask me why they paint their faces. Maybe they're just idiots. Or maybe they're only pretending to be idiots. Just listen to the album and try to get some of the humor out of it. Is this a fucking track by track? L- Shit! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> Let's go through all of the tracks of this album! What's the first track? The first track? You're gonna like this. This proves that they're not idiots. The first track is called Intro. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm no Alice Cooper fan, but I was very happy to hear his cameo in the intro. (laughs) Come on, man. Just sell more burgers at your shit restaurant. He doesn't sing. He just introduces you to the mystical great Malenko. His voice is ominous and a little bit scary. He is a voice coming out of a jukebox at an old black pool house. Let's just get past that. Or restaurant. The voice acting is, as always, very funny. Believe it or not, the main... Oh, fuck! The main black man is actually Violent J. Yeah! Great. Number two, The Great Milenko. Okay, intro is an intro. So, what is The Great Milenko? It basically does the same thing as track one. Describes The Great Milenko. Yeah! It is not an interesting or funny song, so don't bother. To put it quite bluntly, it sucks. 
1.5 out of 5. Number three, Hocus Pocus. This is one of the funnier songs on the album. It is basically about ICP touring and going to parties. They make references to Fago. <laughs> you don't say. Their soft drink they invented. I hate error checking this. I hate knowing more about Insane Clown Posse than this guy. One of the most amusing lines in the song is... <laughs> okay, let me try to... Here we go. This is quote, so... Call me Psycho Sizzle Freak and I'll call you by your name, Dick Anus. <laughs> That's not a very mentally stimulating song, but wait, this is ICP we're talking about. The song has an overall carnival sound to it with a wacky bass line and keyboards. I'm Matt Malenko. He gave me three wishes. That night, I fucked three fat bitches. I really wish you would have let that awkward silence just hang. Is another one of the funny lines from this song. As a 2.5 out of 5, let's go to Piggy Pie. This is the song that almost stopped ICP from releasing this album. They talk about three different pigs making an allusion to the nursery rhyme. <laughs> only, th only these pigs are three different classes of cops. The first one is a redneck trailer cop. The second is a middle-class suburban pig. And the last one is, as ICP would say, a rich bitch. This song isn't that funny but it has a cool beat to it. One of the lines from the song has some sort of moral. People in my city, they're fighting for their meals. He sleeps on a mattress stuffed with $100 bills. This song... No, that was, no, that wasn't funny. That was trenchant. This song is okay, but not that good. <laughs> I'm actually crying. Oh. And the end, there is a skit in which a man calls a suicide hotline. Violent J is on the other end of the line, and he dares him to do it and calls him a chicken. You finally hear a gunshot, but... The guy responds, I knew you wouldn't do it, you scary bitch, at the end of the song. Let's just go to the next. Wait, what was the rating on that track? Song, it was a three out of five. It was just a three out of. Oh, it's getting better, yeah. Just a three out of five. All right, so fine. the first four songs are all below average. Mm, below average, insane clown posse. Number five, how many times? Ah, at last, semicolon. A good song, at least in my opinion. The bass is dark and haunting, which is rare for ICP. How many times? Talks about everyday life inconveniences. It may sound whiny, but it actually makes you feel sorry for Jay. Isn't that amazing? Towards the end, the lyrics take a turn. How many times will a judge decide my fate? Who is he? A bitch. Nothing great. He takes shits. He fucks his old floppy wife. Plays with his balls and judges my life. 
Why do I smell shit? Oh, it's because it's coming out of my mouth. Uh, bitch, bitch, bitch. Okay, here we are. This was the first song that jumped out at me when I first listened to The Great Malenko. After the song, a skit follows. The skit takes a shot at teenage wannabe gangstas, a whiny kid, voiced by Violent J, of course. The other guy's not in this. Talks to a couple of other white kids (laughs) about being... (laughs) <laughs> about being a big gangbanger. His rant is interrupted by his mom screaming, Brian, get your ass in here right now and finish your homework. It is a very funny sketch, and I can relate to it, having dealt with people like this over the years. Four out of five. The thing is, is nobody really... You want it to be a five? Is that... track number six is called southwest voodoo let me tell you something about southwest voodoo this song is terrible i agree i don't want to waste any time going into why so i'm going to (laughs) It is inspired and annoying. One out of five. Number seven, Halls of Illusions. Halls of Illusions tells the story of people walking through hallways in which they see what their lives could have been. Everybody is happy and everybody seems successful, but then everything stops. You then see... You, th- you, you then see things, how things really are in reality. Had they not abused their children and actually cared, these illusions could have come true. Back to reality. Your son's on crack and your daughter's got nut stains on her back. And they both smell like shit and live in the gutter and they sell track to each other. That's true of... Do you fucking applaud for that? Do you fucking... Don't you fuck... No! No! You bastards. This song has a moral message and... (laughs) What? How do you get nut stains on your back? What's a nut stain? And why is it on your back? That wouldn't give a nut stain. That's a cum stain. No, 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 man. She was, uh, he was shelling pistachios on her back. Oh, okay. There yeah. we go. That's what they do in Michigan, I heard. Hey, baby, let's fuck. I need to get myself a snack first. It was three out of five. Three, three out of five. Oh, shit. Uh, the next song, whatever it is. Number eight. Look it up. When it comes to ICP, I don't get to say that many songs are beautiful. <laughs> really? <laughs> I genuinely think that Under the Moon, oh, this is the song, Under the Moon is a beautiful song. The lyrics tell the story of, it's a beautiful song. It's a fucking beautiful song. Let me explain to you right now why it's a beautiful song. It's very obvious. Okay. The lyrics tell the story of a man who killed someone who tried to rape his girlfriend when he was a kid. Pretty beautiful. That's 
That's the definition of beauty. His girlfriend when he was a kid or when the, the girlfriend was a kid? Well, let me read that sentence again and let's try to parse it together, Jack Chick. Okay. Tried to rape his girlfriend when he was a kid. Yeah, so yeah, the thing that you thought. Right, okay, yeah. So. Let's not overthink it. He sits in prison for years, but is never visited by his beloved. She never calls him. She never writes to him. But the only reason he doesn't commit suicide is because he knows that she is out there somewhere under the moon. Violent J, backed by a melancholy beat, conveys true sadness and feelings of abandonment. He finally comes to the realization when he says... Look here! Fuck you and fuck the moon! Moon's not at fault. The song blissfully spirals out of control with a young, with a depressing piano melody ascending and descending. Under the Moon is a brilliant song and tells a great story. Four point five out of five. It's not perfect. It's just beautiful. That's all. This one starts with lyrics. Number nine. What is a juggalo? A juggalo? That's what it is. Well, fuck if I know. I don't know, but I'm down with the clown. And I'm down for life. Yo! (laughs) No! No! (laughs) This song describes the characteristic and tendencies of juggalos. You know, meth and death. Whatever they are. He'll eat Monopoly and shit out Connect Fall. What is a juggalo? He ain't a phony. He'll walk up and bust a nut in your macaroni. And, and watch you sit there and finish up the last bit because you're a stupid ass Dumb fucking idiot. That's poetry, baby. That's awesome. This this song, while stupid, is always a riot. I laugh every time I listen to it. I've had a lobotomy. Number 10, House of Horrors. House of Horrors, along with Boogie Woogie Woo, is, is one of the two sickest songs on the album. It tells a story similar to House of a Thousand Corpses. Some young people enter, get tormented, and killed. It is very dumb, yet I know all the words. It is very catchy, and an easy way to get onto a juggalo's good side is to... Why the fuck would you want to do that? Cook my fucking fries! We don't need to be friends! Um, uh, Often, the song is pretty disgusting and unappealing. Three out of five. So, we're, so, so just to keep tally here, we're yeah. 12, 12 songs in. Yep. Two of them are above average. Yes. 
and none of them are great. Okay, got it. But I like them all, yeah, and I've memorized no, this them, is a great and album. I've made many, many Juggalo friends. Two, yeah. Also, where's all my shit? Like, I made a bunch of Juggalo friends, and now all of a sudden I don't have a TV? That's a weird coincidence. That is a weird, yeah. Boogie Woogie Woo. This song tells us the story of the boogeyman who sneaks into the children's room and kills them in many different ways. These methods include, comma, stabbing them with broken brooms in the forehead, chopping their face up with an axe, or chewing their toes off. It is even... If you, like, if you, no, it's not murder. <laughs> Couldn't even come up with, nope. Uh, it is even more sick than House of Horrors and pretty much just pisses me off. I'm not one of those oversensitive, uh, politically correct and uptight people, but I just get mad about the lyrical content of this song. Two out of five. Number 12, The Naden Game. This is possibly Insane Clown Posse's most heard song. It was the first song I ever heard. I hate it now, but back then I thought it was hilarious. The truth is, you probably, you will probably never hear a song as antisocial as The Naden Game. Naden is a slang word for vagina, if you're filth. Two contestants, Violent J and Shaggy, Vie for the rights to Sharon's Nedden by answering questions on a dating game show format because we're fucking current. It is incredibly misogynistic and degrading to women, which also gets on my nerves. 2.5 out of 5. Number 13. Hallelujah. Which version of Hallelujah did you like? <laughs> Under the Moon and Hallelujah are the only truly powerful songs on the album. <laughs> Hallelujah switches between a skit about a con artist evangelist and the music between verses. Jonathan has problems. Twisted neck. Tangled legs. Crooked spine, but we can heal this boy for just $6,000. We can heal this boy. There was no quote ends there, but I'm going to just do that for you. You're welcome. Violent J comments on the ties between money and hypocrisy. Fuck that. Violent J comments on the ties between money and hypocrisy and religion. At the end, the pastor counts to money and finds that the goal has been reached. He cries. Now, it's, now we're out of quotes. Rumen Lumen. Lama Nama Newman. This boy is healed. I hate it too. Everything falls silent. Yay! <laughs> and Jonathan says A <laughs> new quote to the naked eye it would appear that this boy has not been healed but I can assure you his spirit has been healed 
Inside this tangled, mangled frame is a healed little boy. Are you getting, like, are you getting, like, the social satire? <laughs> it's pretty good. So, uh, here's the thing. I'm fucking stupid. Okay. <laughs> this song also serves as a social commentary, so I give it four out of five. Number 14, Down with the Clown. Down with the Clown starts, with, starts out with horrible screaming. <laughs> the song, like Southwest Voodoo, is crap. It is irritating, dull, and predictable. Give it a wide berth. Oh, he spelled birth right. Like he used the actual right version of birth there. One out of five. Number 15, Just Like That. This is a more traditional rap song by people who've never heard rap music before and is very short. <laughs> five out of five. It tells the story of a guy who wakes up in his crappy apartment and gets a call from his friend. His friend tells him that he knows a couple hot chicks who they can screw on the spot. You understand that, like, women do crystal meth too, right? <laughs> Yeah, I've seen pictures from the gathering. <laughs> the main character doesn't... Let me make sure. Yep. Okay, that is how it's written. The main character doesn't can't get there, so he waits outside for someone to come pick him up. He waits and waits and no one comes. There is a surprise ending where the guy gets out of the car and says, Yo, man, you're out of luck. Classic line. That classic line. Violent J is then killed. <laughs> Yay! F plus live. Violent J is then killed. Uh, that was two out of five. Okay, so here's the thing. I wish people would take Insane Clown Posse a little more seriously. <laughs> no, 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 no. Lemon, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, we've reviewed the whole album, and there were three tracks that were above average. Yeah. Right, right. There was the one about uh, fucking a pussy, and then there the was the one, one about, about the, the, the... Well, there was one about killing. There yeah, was the okay, killing one. Point. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Lester Banks would stay stop snorting my shit um, they may be dumb sometimes but there is nothing dumb about them wearing clown face paint the idea I mean there's appropriate the idea of the trickster represented by the joker cards and the clowns is something that is significant to all of us on an anthropological and mythological level Whoop, whoop, fam. The magician, the great Malenko, the Joker character, can be found almost everywhere you look in humanity. Think of Insane Clown Posse. It does if you have nightmares. Think of the Insane Clown Posse as a musical embodiment or manifestation of this theme. Like the movie The Mask represents Loki, the Norse god of mischief. Ladies and gentlemen, Lemon!
I'm going to have some words with Montreth. <laughs> I'd like to point out that Lemon has organized this for all of you, and so if you're having fun, give it the fuck up for Lemon! It's actually not fair, though. Boost did a lot of it. Boost, 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 boost! Boost! All right. Two more readers coming up to the stage. Uh, one of whom we met actually here at F Plus Live for the first time. And we said, I really fucking like this guy. This guy's name is Achilles Heelys! Good joke, Victor. Um, what do we have here? Uh, that's the courier. That's very much. Oh shit! Good Victor joke. Laszlo. <laughs> what, what what do we have here? We have Dragon Rat. The OK Cupid profile. All right, I'm Ratty Nine Thirteen. 38, male, bisexual, single. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. Kansas City, Kansas. Myself summary I'm six foot three. I weigh around 220 to 225 pounds. I'm big boned. And I. <laughs> And I have natural, curly brown hair. My eyes are blue. I love to do anything. Outdoors, like camping, fishing, biking, and hiking. I'm a furry. <laughs> you don't say, dragon rat. So don't hold that against me. Which, in turn, means in an animal in human form. And I have a totem, but haven't found out which one yet. I love any movie that has anthropomorphic animals in it. <laughs> Playing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Anthropomorphic animals in it. Playing the actors. I see leads, flashlights of different gen for some reason. I'm attracted to light. I love to play with RC cars or anything RC. I love go. <laughs> he plays with it. <laughs> and I love going to the lake every day when I can to walk my dog and enjoy the sounds of nature. I'm loving, lonely, and single. Oh, yes. So many phones right now on OkCupid. What I'm doing with my life, about to give up on this site, trying to find me a mate, because don't seem like it's working yet. So I'm about to say, hell with everything. I'm a furry, too. So if any of you co-assed-minded p 
people door like that, then go elsewhere. <laughs> Looking at guys' profiles, and if the enemy percent is too high, your gewetting dumps no matter what. Thanks all. Try to have a good day. I'm really good at training dogs to be more better in behavior. Do you use peanut butter to do that? <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm really good at some car work. I'm good at working with PCs, depending on what the 4E problem is, long it's not out of my lead. I logood at bike riding and just having fun. I like having fun. I like having fun, too. I wonder if this guy likes to laugh. Oh, I love to laugh. The first thing people usually notice about me is my long legs and arms, and I'm a gamer. I love playing. <laughs> that is uh, not in the right order. I carry my mouse and keyboard. Whoa, that's a gamer. He's got long legs. <laughs> he actually has a necklace that has an Xbox controller. <laughs> <laughs> I I love playing games on the console. I'm single and looking. Tall, charming, when I want to be, lol. Favorite books, movies, shows, music, and food. I love anything CGI and anthropomorphic related, like Brother Bear or Lion King. Dis <laughs> yes. Uh, Disney's Robin Hood. I love... <laughs> not, not my version. I love rave, trance, nature, world music, R&B, and rap and hip-hop. I love hot dogs, pizza, vegetable, vegetables, and fruits. What? I do not fucking believe you. He made a list of things that he liked. Yeah. Well, that goes without saying. The six things I could never do without. One, my family and friends, because without them, I'm nobody. I'm nobody. Two, my car, because without it, I'm just bored and have nothing to do. Three, my life, because if I wasn't here today, the world would be different. <laughs> nope. Imagine a world without dragon rats. <laughs> Four... My computer, because without it, I don't have connections. Or second life. <laughs> Five, my dog, because without him, I'm alone and have no friends. Six, a place to live, because with it, I'm just another harmless piece of crap to everyone else. I spent a lot of time thinking about what's going to happen in my future, what am I going to do? <laughs> no, I'll never die. What am I going to have like kids? Am I ever going to have a mate in my life? Am I ever going to have someone to love and spend the rest of my life with? To death do us apart. So many emotions. That is just going to stop here. On a typical Friday night, I am... Wanting to go out to shopping malls and skip the bars because I'm not a drinker. I just want to have fun without liquor and enjoy life. 
Me too. <laughs> the most private thing I'm willing to admit. Nothing you need to know until I get to know you good and have trust. You should message me if you are interested or want to hang out sometime and get to know one another a little more. Or if it's just a friend's thing and want to meet up with me so we can talk and enjoy a night in the town. I, uh, I mean, have wanted very few things less than that. Thank you. There's, there's nothing better than downtown Kansas City, Kansas. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I bring you to a completely different human being, this, the despairingly.com profile of Draddy Firecaster. <laughs> okay, wait, you said Dragon Firecaster? No, 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 Dratty Firecaster. Cool. I'm, I'm different. SL name, Draddy Firecaster, born on... 2010-03-02, last seen in Money Island. Desk is Dratty, a solo guy that doesn't like to be the one everyone picks on all the time. Coming from a land far away where dragons once roomed. <laughs> on Airbnb, probably. <laughs> and now on a search for finding the white dragon of life. A quest that's going to be a while until the white dragon chooses me as a protector of the planet's spurt energy. Linden's paid $10,880,002. Second life profile. <laughs> Ruegan Viceratops. Biography, sex, male. Born February 26, 1975. Orientation, Trisexual. <laughs> My spouse looking on Second Life and in real life, too. Age 38 years old now, still looking for a mate. For affinity profile. <laughs> No, no, no. Can we go back to Second Life? Please. Please. No, no, no. no. I, I heard you wanted fur affinity, Jack. Uh, and my species is a dragon rat. No. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I'm 36. My operating system is Windows 7 64-bit home. Can't stop jacking. Personal quote, keep faith in you. Music type genre, nature and tribal. Favorite movie, anything, anthro. Favorite game, Spyro the Dragon. Oh, yeah. Favorite game platform, PlayStation Wii. <laughs> Music player of choice, Winamp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, favorite animal, kangaroos and dragons. Favorite website, vclfuryard.com favorite food anything <laughs> uh, here's some journal entries on furfinity.net just hanging out on SL going to build another computer hi and how's the blogs going I know it's been a while since last blog post here on FA and I was going to say hi to everyone and see what's new 
nothing much new here besides looking for a car now, because my poor little escort I had is in her final resting area now. What? Wow. No, no, no. I'm, no. What happened was somehow my top radiator hose poked off, and I lost all the coolant. And after that happened, it either cracked my block or blew a head gasket. Now nine looking for another car so I can have a ride again and have me ride to try and get to some more cons soon. I'm going to go and see Sonic Blue soon as I have a car and have money to get to Ohio and a GPS so I don't get lost going down there. (laughs) But besides that, I'm I'm still doing good and working on building a faster computer than the two I have now. I'm still on Second Life. I still play WoW. And I play Free Realms 2. I didn't like Mvu much, so I haven't had the chat program for a long time now. I'm still on Skype, Yahoo, and MSN Messagers. So if you want to add me as a friend, just send an invite and a short message so I know it's another fur and not a bot. And have a good... I thought you were desperate. Are you really going to turn down all the bots? And have a good one. Until then... No, but he can pretend. (laughs) Until then, love nature and don't let the animals go extinct and be one with the spurt of the planet and share (laughs) your love for helping out animals. Uh, I bring. I bring you to more from furaffinity.net. Ten days of no freedom. How's everyone doing? Just an update on my status. I went to court. <laughs> Yay! For the driving on a suspended license. And the public defender didn't defend me very much at all. So now I have 30 days to see a parole officer to get a 10-day house arrest sentence. Have court again. Have court again next month for a doctor bill. And I hope after all this is over, I don't need to deal with court anymore. I don't know how I could ever stop that. And a try <laughs> and try again next year to go back to school and get my GED and get a sport and either RC car technician <laughs> or costume making and make a living making fursuits and other stuff. My Traxxas Stampede is going Tobe broke down to for the next three months until I have money to get another motor for it. And I'm hopping next year, too. I can get two more for cons because I miss going to them since the last time I was at any since 2007. And we'll prob- probably Ratty 913 will be gone there here soon on F.A. And the new fur name will be Rugen. So that way, anyone that's watching me now is Ratty913, you will now be able to read me to your watches as user Reagan. I probably shouldn't have said anything yet because someone might take the Rugen name. 
Squatted, motherfucker. $10,000. <laughs> I'll see you in court. On here, I'm Rugen Viceratops on Second Life, so add me as a Second Life friend if anyone plays SL besides me. Tell then, hi. <laughs> Tell then, hi. Pause to all of you on FA. I'm free, free as a bird. Just an update on my house arrest. <laughs> I've been off it now since the 21st of this month and liking it. Now I just need to make it tell next year when I get my license back so I can drive again and enjoy life more and not be depressed all the time. Because I don't have a BF or GF to be with and spend my life with. But enough of the GF-BF thing because noon gives a damn anymore about a lonely soul. But soon as I can, I'm going to get the money to have a mask made for a fursuit. I'm going to have done down the line. I hopwa will... I hopwa, it will be done soon on the fear suit if I don't kill myself first because I don't have a reason to be alive. But the first suit, the first suit's your reason to be alive. No, it really isn't. Sorry, that's, sorry, that's, sorry. That's, that's, that works the, the opposite. That, so, that works sorry, the opposite. sorry, sorry. Shit, I'm ranting now. Anyways, this is all going to say for now. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Oh, just kidding. I have a lot more to say. If you all only... No, no, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. No, 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 no. It's important. If you all only lived my life and went through what I have my life, you would understand why I'm always in these moods. But since you never had and don't have the money to do things, I like Tobe doing and having things other furs have. It really makes you wonder. And as to the part of a reason I'm alive, there's no reason because I don't have a mate. I don't have a freaking sex drive and never been laid a day in my life. <laughs> Yay! And it's my main reason I'm always talking shit about my life. I know life don't revolve around sex, but I'd like to just once expit and enjoy it. Instead of a living a life of a never no sex and wondering just what purpose is being alive on this godforsaken planet called Earth. Anyways, hi to everyone. Hi. Hi. I just have one final uh, a post. Okay. Called. Hi. Uh, just thought I would say hi to everyone and keep up the good work on art for all my submissions. And a little update on my status. I have my driving without license ticket all taken care of. And now I'm just waiting to get them reinstated so I can drive again. And hope to make it some cons before I hit 40 years old. Since I'm 35 years old now. Why do you keep getting younger? <laughs> and hope to meet some negative furs at some con soon. So, hiya's everyone, and mind the typos, pools. Thanks, and <laughs> hue paw to all.
Achilles motherfucking Helis! It is time for us to close this out. And I have selected the man who is going to close this out. His name is Jimmy Franks! Romantic. And uh, the courier has one more package for us. <laughs> this does not bode well. <laughs> Somewhere in there is something to read, Jimmy Franks. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. How's it feeling there? Hang on. Does it feel good? <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> all right. So all night they've been winding me up telling me, oh, we're saving the best for last, man. You're the closer. You're the closer. Now I understand why. Uh, to send you off with something that uh, you're all probably a little curious about. The Video Game Geek's Guide to Eating Pussy. <laughs> Unabridged. <laughs> By Sebastian Digital from the Amazon Kindle Store. About the author. Sebastian Digital is the nom de plume of a lifetime video game and sexuality enthusiast. Sebastian has over 27 years of video game experience and over eight years of pussy eating experience. He enjoys sharing these experiences with others who, who share his passions and is constantly seeking to improve both his video game skills and his pussy-eating abilities. <laughs> Sebastian, it looks like, it looks like a resume, actually. Uh, Sebastian resides in California, is currently single, ladies, and is very active on online dating. Introduction. If you're reading this book, then let's face it, you're probably not very successful with the ladies. You're probably better at gathering resources in Minecraft or shooting Hadoukens in Street Fighter than you are at approaching girls in bars or getting their phone numbers. In fact, you're probably still a virgin and are scared, confused, and worried about sex. You may be wondering, will I be able to please a woman without any experience? You may even wonder if it's too late for you to enjoy sex. Almost as if you missed out on your chances to learn how to interact with women. Well, fear not! Believe it or not, all those hours spent playing video games may have given you the patience, dexterity, and reaction time to drive a woman wild in bed. How? Oh, 
Well, by eating pussy. Eating pussy can be a very fun activity for both parties, but to truly do it well requires skill, mastery. Oh, dexterity of the fingers and the tongue. The ability to think on your feet and intelligence. Hmm, where else have you used those same abilities? In video games, of course. All those hours spent playing video games has actually trained you to become a woman-pleasing master. And this book will show you how to put those abilities together to make a woman beg you for more. Eating pussy is an intimate, beautiful act in which you use your tongue, lips, and hands to stimulate a woman's sex organs. It's truly a great way of being intimate and showing a woman how much you care for and appreciate her. But beyond that, it can also be a lot of fun. Think about it. What could be better than having your head between a girl's legs, hearing her moan and scream with pleasure while you taste her amazing love juices flowing down your lips? In keeping... In keeping with the idea that sex should be about fun and pleasure, this book will present pussy-eating techniques with plenty of analogies to video games. Another fun and pleasurable activity. You'll notice the chapter headings in this book each have a video game reference. Always remember, eating pussy is about having fun for you and your partner. With that said, let's begin now. Chapter 1. Enter the Warp Zone! The first rule of eating pussy is to make sure you're ready to enter the warp zone. Make sure eating pussy is something you and your partner want at that moment. Remember the warp zone pipes in the original Mario game? Eating pussy is a lot like that. You must be willing to dive in. At the same time, the girl you're eating out has to want it or else it's like a blocked pipe in Mario. You will go nowhere. Make sure it's something she would like to enjoy. As for you, prepare yourself, knowing going in that at first the odors of her vagina are pungent and may take a minute or two to get used to. Know this going in, but dive in anyways. After two minutes or so, the odor fades away. You definitely do not want to let her see you make any weird faces upon smelling her vagina. Show some enthusiasm. Gobble like you're eating cherries and running from ghosts. And a lot of your mistakes will be forgiven. Chapter 2. Get the dust off the cartridge. When you're... When you're ready to start working on her lady parts, gently blow up and down her vagina first. As if you're cleaning an old video game cartridge. This gets the connection on the cartridge ready for some more intimate gameplay. Chapter 3. Underwater levels are more fun. What? They're never... All right. All right. Make sure she is wet before you start using your tongue or lips. If you touch her pussy and it feels dry, use your finger to touch her clit gently. The clit is the part of her vagina a bit above the opening that feels a bit like the button on a video game controller. 
See, told you all those hours playing video games would help you out during sex. Be sure you don't treat her clitoris like a button masher, though. You should be more gentle and delicate. Picture swiveling your finger around the direction pad on the controller when you're trying to do a special move in a fighting game. Uh, as a general rule, the clitoris is a direction pad, not the fight buttons. Never treat the pussy like a button masher. You have to be a true gamer to master pleasing a woman. Chapter four, gap between the tiles. Gap between the tiles. Part your girl's legs or have her part her legs like a gap between tiles in a side-scrolling tile-based puzzle game. If, if you want, ask her to part her lips like the start of a new level so you can look in like you're entering a new level in a first-person shooter game. Chapter five, begin fight! Playing a fighting game requires patience, often involving waiting for your opponent to make the first move, blocking, and then countering. Eating pussy requires patience as well. Instead of being too eager, make sure your first lick is slow and deliberate. <laughs> start, start at the top of the vagina and slowly work your way down in one long, smooth stroke, as if you're a giant video game ball collecting smaller objects while rolling downhill. Don't worry about pubic hair. Just think of it as extra points you're collecting while rolling downhill. For an added bit of fun, pretend you're playing a war, a shooting game, and your character is running out of life and dying. Make them, make them some, make them same groaning noises you make when your character just got shot from behind. The. <laughs> These groaning noises will send vibrations along her vagina, shaking her body in really deep ways. Chapter 6. Button mashing works! Sometimes... Hey, I didn't write it. After a few gentle strokes, try some slightly harder laps with your tongue. The clitoris actually moves around during sex. Particularly as the woman nears orgasm... Like a power-up that you must chase in an early 90s side-scroller game. That checks out, yeah. The clitoris is surrounded by the woman's labia and could easily pop over to another side with too much pressure. As a result, as a result, there has to be balance at first. Slowly explore with your tongue until you find a button-like spot in her pussy. Once you've found it, burst your lips to keep her pussy lips out of the way, and then start button mashing with your tongue like you're playing a multiplayer arcade game from the late 90s. <sighs> Run your fatalities or special moves from your favorite game, but with your tongue. Be aware of the girl's reactions. If she seems to be very sensitive, slow down a bit. And if she isn't as sensitive, button mash like an eight-year-old playing on a console. And if she starts blinking red, shoot her in that area. Okay. Chapter 7, 64-bit clitorises. All right. All right. Okay. 64-bit clitoris. 
refers to the very sensitive ones. The ones that make their owners gasp and scream with any stimulation at all. For these, rhythm is key. Pretend you're playing an early boxing video game or a rock music game. Lick these 64-bit clitorises casually until she comes. These clits will require a solid 10 to 15 minutes of wash, rinse, repeat type licking to come. If you want to get creative, try some of the combos from the boxing games of your childhood. But always remember to maintain rhythm throughout. The old cheat codes, i.e. up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B.A. start. Often produces great spasms for these girls. To keep yourself in rhythm, it sometimes helps to hum the repeated synthesized soundtracks from early video games in your head while you're doing this. Uh, chapter 8. 8-bit clitorises. 8-bit clitoris refers to the less sensitive ones. With girls who have these less sensitive clitorises, you can go ahead and pretend your tongue is the protagonist of an open-world gangster or auto-theft game. And the clitoris is a random civilian that you are beating in the game. Use your lips to push away her pussy lips and suck the clit right in your mouth. You can keep the clit in place by sucking a bit and use your tongue to aggressively brush it back and forth. Be as creative as you want. Here's your chance to use some of those swarm strategies you've been working on while playing strategy games, where in this case, your tongue and lips form the swarm. (laughs) Mix in some boom, boom, boom flicks like you're providing cover fire in a modern warfare game. Chapter 9, The Final Boss. If you've done everything correctly so far, you're ready to close in for the kill. You'll know you've reached the final level when her thighs are shaking like a shock pad controller after you've been hit a bunch of times. It's time for the creative techniques you've practiced so far to go out the window. Just like most final bosses in video games require you to forget the tricks you've been doing all along and go back to repeatedly executing the basics. Getting a girl to orgasm requires going back to basics once you're almost there. Go back to lightly sucking the clit and give a sequence of solid but constant licks. Repeated up and down licking with your tongue is most effective, but mixing in a few side-to-side licks will keep your tongue from getting too tired. Think about it like going in to punch the final boss a few times, the up and down licking. But taking a break to power up from time to time, the more relaxed side-to-side licks. You all with me so far? Chapter 10, game over. If she grabs you midway through and pulls you up, it may be because you're not doing a good job of getting her off. Don't worry too much about this. It happens to the best of us. And if you follow the instructions above, it most likely won't happen to you. Uh, But if it does, look at it as a learning experience and don't be too disappointed. Communication is important during sex. And ask her to guide you through what she likes the next time you go down on her. Think of her instructions as watching a playthrough of a video game done by an expert. Remember, when you're ready and willing to eat pussy, there are always extra lives at the end of the game. You don't don't like this. 
I mean, because there's some like advanced techniques here, but you guys probably don't want to hear those. So it's just you want you guys want do you guys want to hear the advanced techniques? Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, chapter eleven: Advanced techniques. The double tap. If your girl is particularly adventurous, try lightly placing your thumb on her bum. Usually, a girl will tell you this is something she wants. I would not recommend trying it unless she gives you permission. That seems fair. When the thumb is in, gently do a double tap like you would on a video game controller. The odd job. Just like the famous video game character, opinions are sharply divided on this maneuver. Well, ass to mouth is not the most hygienic sexual maneuver. It can be highly intimate and sexy and allows people to indulge in certain kinks. Proceed with this at your own risk. And last and least, the blaster. Hold your tongue firmly in place like it is a blaster gun from an arcade shooting game or a hunting video game. Move it about as if you're shooting at different ducks or deer or alien baddies around the screen. The screen here referring to your lover's vulva. This... This is a great way to take a break when your tongue has been exhausted. Jimmy Franks! Jimmy Franks. This stage looks like my brain. Let's check back on Mantra, see what she has to say. It'll get there. It'll get there. At some point, we're going to check back on Mantra. It's fine. Hei, hei, kaikki nyt humppaamaan. Joukolla lattialle tanssaamaan. Lapikasta lattiaan, kipunat lentää kun humpataan. Hei hei, musta humpa huolet vei, tanssaamatta kukaan olla ei. Cass, you the F+. My plan was perfect. Is this what you do to people with elaborate plans of driving you insane? You just sit there and laugh at it. Do you know how much that fucking hurts my feelings? You think I don't hurt just because I was trying to turn you all into my unthinking slaves? This was supposed to be my finest moment. It was all so simple. I make you all read material of my choosing, and as a result, Finland conquers the planet. Yes, it certainly was. It was a plan with two points. Point A, they read material of my choosing. Point B, Finland conquers the planet. So, after they read the things, how does... 
This plan didn't make any fucking sense. How in the fucking, excuse me, excuse me please, but who in the fuck put this plan forward? More than that, who didn't think there are 12 of us fucking here? Why didn't somebody else say, hey, wait a minute, this plan is fucking stupid. Don't blame me, I was busy. I had to reach on Kitchen's website. Do you have any fucking idea how many words are on that website? Years, years of my life went into this. I read about garbage credits, you motherfuckers. And hold on, you told me that I was going to. What are you doing? Are you making a jerk off motion right now? Are you making a fucking jerk off motion? We've conquered Finland! Thanks, Montreff. I want to give a couple of very quick thanks uh, to the people uh, in this room. I want I want to give a uh, shout out that I have not given up until this point uh, to Mike back there, Mike. <laughs> Setting all this video up. So that you're not behind the fuck face with the camera. I, I was at a show actually on Thursday and there was just, I mean, a guy, I mean, if you see a guy that went to Gang of Four and he's got like a hundred photos of red with some like shadow behind it, I was behind that fucking guy. Um, I want to also give, uh, fuck you, don't fucking do that shit. I want to give, uh, give a big, fa uh, big thanks to uh, everyone uh, who read and elsewise. Victor Laszlo right there. Victor Laszlo played your courier. Yay, Victor! Uh, our poster is designed over there by Travis Ramsey. And of course, she genuinely spends a lot of time on this. Give it up for Matras! <laughs> From all of my readers and myself, this is the highlight of my year. I love being in this room with you people. I think you're also very special. I'm, I, I would love to have you, to talk to you at the after party because I don't get that chance while I'm at the show. Um, I will be drunk tomorrow, but you know, if you want to talk to a drunk me, that's a possibility tomorrow. My name is Lemon. You people are amazing. Thank you and please have an excellent night. Shirts. Ball pit, damn dog.